0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White. And with me, because I have no idea where James Muncy is this morning, with me, a special guest co-host in The Great People Studio, friend, I call him mentor, Sam Hayes. Good morning. How are you, Sam? I'm well. Man, I, I tell you, we go back a long time, almost 20 years, and I never thought I'd see the day where you and I would be sitting in a, in a radio studio, on camera, on Facebook Live, in front of thousands of people doing our thing. I mean, because we've done our thing for a long time. Indeed, we have. I mean, you and I have had, I swear, you're one of those folks where if I could have carried a microphone around with me on some of the conversations we had... Dude, we could have had books written. We could have had books written about us at this point, probably, with all this stuff. So, thanks for being in the studio this morning here Thank with you. us. So, uh, tell, who are you, Sam? Tell, tell the world who Sam Hayes is.
2: Well, first, Sam Hayes is a lover of God. Nice. A family man, I'm married 30 years, two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, a native Virginian. Um, our roots go all the way back to 1610 on a ship. Called a Swan to Jamestown. That's interesting. You know all that. I know that. Um, wow. I'm a I'm a history buff, and I love helping other folks find who they are. Because um, I'm a firm believer in knowing who you are. Once you go back, you get the idea of what you can expect of yourself.
1: I'm writing that one down. Mm-hmm. I love helping folks find who they are. Wow. I think. Uh, can I use that? <laughs> you, <can. laughs> you know our our um, our agreement with with anyone I come in contact, especially with all the training I do, when someone says something real special, I'm like, you know the rules you get credit twice. After that, it's mine. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks for being here. My, my, my reason for having you on the show, Sam, and I've been wanting to do it for a long time, is you have meant so much to me in my life. I don't want to save this for the end of the show. I want to say, I want to, I want to say this up front that you have transformed my path. Like when you go back to what you just said, I love helping find who they are. When, I, when you and I first met, I had very little clue who I was. And I'm, I'm going to tell a quick story. It's, very, it's a very personal story. I already feel myself getting a little warm on this one. <laughs> this is a very personal story. We're sitting at the cafe at the Roanoke Higher Ed Center in Roanoke, Virginia. We did our Del Carnegie programs there. You were very gracious. The first place that I was ever able to get the programs facilitated uh, when I took over the business almost 20 years ago was with you. And um, we're sitting in a cafe, and I'm, I'm talking about my, my history with my dad. And At this point, he had already passed. And you just looked me straight in the eye. And well, actually, I was talking more about the problems that I was currently having and my history with my dad. And you just looked me straight in the eye. I'm going to get it pretty close to word for word is you're trying so hard to not be your dad. You are your dad. And I was like, oh my, like that completely transformed me. That redirected my entire life. It redirected me as a, a future husband. As a dad, I mean, I I can't begin to tell you, like, I think about this, I think about that moment at least once a week, if not multiple times a week, when I am struggling being a dad going, wait a minute, what's my point of reference right here? And one of the things that we talk about a lot on the show is you can't be a copy of someone else. You have to be the real you. Indeed. The authenticity. Today we're talking about Significance. Uh, and, and wherever you're listening to us right now on Facebook live, if you're listening to us after the show on the podcast, we're also on live radio. Thank you for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. It it, always go to our website at great show.com to visit and listen to any of our shows. We're on YouTube because we do a lot of them on video. Uh, every single show, our goal here, um, Actually, our new goal is to love helping you find who you are. <laughs> That's the new goal <laughs> because Sam Hayes said so. Um, but we're, we're really here, in addition to that, to deliver you, the listener, the insights and inspiration um, for a life of significance. I mean, let's just start right out on the most simplistic part of this question, Sam. What is significance? What is it to you? To me?
2: To you personally. Well, to me, it's trying to live the life that, that God has designed for me. Okay. And one of the things I've heard is that the Bible was like the owner's manual. Like if you <laughs> buy a vehicle, like you drive a Lexus. So mm-hmm. you have a Lexus owner's manual. Mm-hmm. And so the Lexus dealership and the, the manufacturers know more about knew about that car. Yep. So therefore, if you got a problem, you don't go to a Ford manual. You go to the Lexus manual. Well, that's where I see the Bible and I see God. And, and there's a scripture that talks about that many are plant a man's plans is heart but only God's purposes will prevail. It's in the book of Proverbs, mm-hmm. and so what I'm striving to do, and I think, is helping people find that path of what God wants their greatness to be. I'm a firm believer that everyone's a leader, mm-hmm. and my definition of leadership is that that one quality that you have that you can show others what they're do, what you do well, that you can lead them into that. Yeah, that's why I believe. That's what significance is to me. That's wonderful.
1: I love the analogy <laughs> on the car manual because how many times, if you're listening right now, how many times have you bought a car and that manual is sitting in the glove box and you didn't open it one time? Indeed. Because you just kept saying, I got this. <laughs> I know how to drive this car. I've been driving my whole life. Why do, I, why do I need that? Until something goes wrong. Until something doesn't happen the way you want it to happen or something happens unexpectedly. And then you, still, you, you start and go grab that manual. Well, maybe there is something in here I need to know. And then when you start reading it, you don't understand it, because you haven't been reading it all along. Exactly. It's it's a foreign language. So, and or we turn to other sources for, yeah. for what that significance is. By nature, we turn within ourselves. We get very self-centered. Where, where else do you have to turn? I mean, you could reflect upon your kids and say, well, my significance are my children, mm-hmm. right? Well, that only, that usually... That, that should, that should work for you for a while, but it's, it's not going to work as good whenever they get old and leave. And then you're like, now what's my significance? Because they're off on their own.
2: Yeah. Like me, like my yeah, oldest is kid- 29 years old and in Greece right now. And my youngest is up in DC living. Yeah. So therefore it's just me and a wife at home. How,
1: how, how would you possibly tether your entire significance on two grown women that are, <laughs> that are hardly around except for whenever you call them or they call you. you exactly. Know I mean? You ain't going to sit around and go, well, I guess my life is over now. My kids are grown. You can't no, do that. It's true. You can't do that. Um, when I looked up the word significance, because I started to use this word on the show way before I even started looking to look into what I understood it to be. I just, it just, the word came to me and I, I, I was like, this is not a word that I see often used, but I think it's a very, very powerful word. It gets confused with purpose. It gets confused with um, the why because, and, and, and I'll just put, or in certainly your passion Um, your, your significance might be tied to your passion, but your significance is just, just because you're passionate about something that doesn't necessarily mean that's your significance in the world because passion is a a very inward focused feeling. Purpose is what you do for other people. Uh, I'm going to narrow down the word significance because the definition in the, in, in the dictionary is why are you important? Mm. I mean, what, what, why are you important? We can create a lot of reasons why we think we're important. And then many of us chase things our entire life thinking that's going to make us important. Fame, money, yes. power, yes, control, hap- in, in, in happiness, meaning happiness is I shouldn't have any adversity in my life. I, everything should be clear and free of debt. I, and, and I'm all about that. But I know a lot of people that do all that and get there and then they're like, well, I'm empty. <laughs> I'm empty. So uh, we're talking about what is significance. What is your significance? Why is significance important? And how do we how do we find it and and act upon it? So that whenever you, I'm unfortunately, folks, I'm going to be talking about death today. We're we're going to be talking about death because you don't want to get close to that and go crap. I wasted stuff. So don't go away. You're listening to the Great People Show.
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. Of course, in this show, every time we take a break, some of the best
1: parts are during the break. So I'm like, Sam, you got to tell the story when we get back from break. So talk, talk to us about your mom.
2: Okay. My mom, um, she uh, she left us about 18 years ago on Christmas Eve. And one of the things when I was a kid, she wasn't one to give us much spankings. We were more, she was more the lecture type. And so as a kid, she would tell us life lessons and things about life. And I'm like, I really don't want to hear this. And so <laughs> um, it's it, so as I've gotten older, there isn't a day that goes about it. I don't reflect back on some of the life lessons she taught us. And this thing about significance has a lot to do with legacy as well. Yes. My mother was a school crossing guard. And so she would just share things with me, her and my grandmother. And I, and I, I can see myself at work or at home with, with my children or with my wife or with friends sharing things, life lessons, uh, topics, uh, sayings that my mom said mm-hmm. that. Have impacted my life, and one of the things that my brother and I, only ones left, our sister died twenty years ago, is we said we would never say or do anything that would bring dishonor to our mom's wow. memory. Wow, wow! And we and we talk about this frequently, and mm-hmm. so we've never done that. And it's mm-hmm. something about her significance that, as a kid, I didn't pay much attention to, and then as I've gotten older, I realized what she was speaking to my life and how invaluable it was for me. That is, um, it, what I what I'm taking from that story.
1: Is that we often get so consumed with our significance that we forget that other people consider us so significant. But it's like it's not good enough for us. Like it's beyond good enough for them. Like my Correct. my son is nine, my daughter's six. I know how significant I am in their life, especially when they want something. <laughs> right? Great. And I'm I'm working diligently to make sure that they continuously find me significant, not because I got a pocketbook. Right? but I know they're going to find that significant. But to be able to say what you're able to say about your mom, like we lose. I, I don't even know if we knew how you said to me during break what I mentioned earlier about yes. what you said. You didn't even remember that saying like we don't know a, one half of one percent of the significance that we lay on other people and how significant we are to other people. And it's tough because we have to travel in this world without having people fill our bucket up constantly. You're significant, man. I love you. You're the Because some people really desperately need that. No. Some people don't need it. But whenever you get down to really wondering what this thing is all about, and we don't know, we just we just don't. I mean, how many times have you heard the story of, you know, you don't want to be laying in your coffin when all these people come up to you and say all these great things about you and you never knew about it. I mean, part of me says that's okay. Because if if, if I'm constantly seeking that from other people to validate my significance, it's... it's You're losing so much in life with that. You do. You're just losing so much.
2: You know, one of the things too is a lot of times I'll tell people I say I don't care what that person says about me, even the negative. And it's not so much I don't care. I said I don't let it impact me because, as because I know there's one above Mm -hmm. that, where my trust and faith is in that allows me to live in his his significance and so the the walk that we have here is trying to replicate mm. that which is in us it isn't in isn't that a
1: mirror of what you just mentioned with your mom and yes. mirror
2: what I just mentioned with you and yes, like
1: you know if you've been listening to the show for a while, you're probably picking up that common thread. It's not what you do for yourself, it's what you do for other people and um in you know when Jesus healed the lepers. They didn't all swarm back and say thank you, thank you, thank you. No. Right? We can't expect that. If 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 he couldn't expect it, why should I expect it? But it's happening. It's happening all around us right now. Um, so we're starting to answer this question: What makes our life significant? And and if you if you tie the word importance to significant, it really starts. Um, it's dangerous because it starts to feed the fact that I need attention and. I need to be seen, and I need to be liked, and I need to, I, I need to, I need the world to know that I'm successful. There's a great book out there called "Going from Six uh, Halftime," is the name of the book, and the subtitle is "Going from a Su- uh, Success to Significance." Wow! So I wanted to have a conversation on today's show because success and significance are uh, are not interchangeable. And I, I hope I, I don't screw this up. Is you can be, you can be very significant and not have any success in this world. That's
2: true. We um, saw how the world defines the success.
1: Exactly. On the other hand, you can also be incredibly successful and have very little significance. It's
2: true. As you know well. you, you
1: don't get you don't get both when you get when you get one. And let's face it, most of us are chas- chasing success all the time because we think significance will come when we get that success. <laughs> it's, it validates it, right? Right I mean, having a, having a big bank account validates that I'm significant Because I'm important But it's like, what's your measuring stick? Important to who? Important for what? Lose that money in a heartbeat
2: Yeah. Who cares? You, you know, one of the things, you know, with, with my kids is, is that I look back And, and I'm so proud of how they turned out mm. Is because I look at it My role was to train them the way they should go and so the significance for us was that they are, they are honoring what we taught them and they're living their lives mm. in such a way that reflects back well on what we empowered to them. So it, that significance of just being um, you know, in the family of God mm. and being able to touch others, I mean, to me that brings me so much joy because it's not like to hear you say what you said about what I said to you so yeah. many years ago. I mean, that's amazing to me that you remember number one, <laughs> and number two, that actually said something that had a, it was impactful to you. Yeah, and
1: and and there's a lot more. I just can't <laughs> I just can't think of it right now. But so much of it's contextual. It's like you forget, you forget who, because that was a teaching. That that wasn't just a, a conversation and some words. I mean, that was. That manifested into a teaching, even though you didn't mean to, No, you know, we, we mean to sit down with our kids and teach them something, (laughs) but let's face it. Most of the things that there will define them and define the other people around us that we've had something to do with was never intended to be a teaching. That's true. We, we were, we were doing what we thought. I'm curious because you're talking about with your daughters and that significance, uh, is tied to them living out so many things that you taught them. Yes. What happens whenever they're not? Does that—because does cause the um, offset to that is frustration because, man, how many times do we
2: talk about, you know, they knew better than this. What happens? I mean, it, what happens? Well, you know, I have to say this. I, I took a trip to um, Water Country by myself a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And my wife said, why did you do that? Because I said, because I could. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But, but the thing was, I was— um, in the Lazy River And, and the kids there were just out of control mm-hmm. And and I, as I got out I, I thought to myself I need to text my daughters and say thank you For being the kind of kids you were Yeah. And and one of the things that really That I feel has been impactful As far as significance in, in how we raise our daughters Is that, that our younger daughter lives in D.C. Mm-hmm. And so she says Well Dad, you know, I found me a church to go to And this is what I'm doing and it wasn't a situation where we, like, what are you doing with this? How are you living <laughs> yeah. your life? It's I don't concern myself with that because I know that she has what she needed from us as they were growing up, and, you know, we spent a lot of time speaking over them and blessing mm-hmm. them and things like that, that she is she mentors other young ladies about their, their path, and mm-hmm. so for me, significant part of it is that God allowed me to place her to be in my life, and to impart some significance to her. Yeah,
1: and and that leads me to a concept that I have really never noticed until maybe five years ago or so, because a lot of people are confused. Maybe you're listening right now and you're confused, is what is my significance in life? What is my purpose? Why am I here? I'm halftime. Where do I go from here? Is It's right in front of your face. Like— if you go back and you look at all the defining moments that you've ever had in your life, if you truly take the time to sit down and write down these defining moments, and I can, I've can i done this and I can promise you, well, I guess everyone comes from a different perspective. And I'll just tell you personally, um, of the first eight, because this is what I remember consciously, of the first eight, six were negative events, <laughs> that the defining moment in my life was something negative that happened to me. Maybe, maybe I'm more of a pessimist slash realist and, and I'm, I'm thinking about the negative things. But you look at everything you've been through and these things that have really, when you, got to the, when you got to the Y in the road or the T or the fork and you had to go right or left, you didn't even have a choice because it told you you're going this way whether you want to or not. You write down those stories. Don't make a list. I mean, write down the story from the best recollection you can have. What happened? How'd you feel? uh, How did it end? All these other things. Who are you now as a result of going through that? You will clearly see this is where you're supposed to keep going. You may not know what five years looks like. You may not know what 50 years looks like, but you will certainly know what the next couple of years. It's like, it's amazing to me. When I went through that exercise, it's like, it's all right here in front of me. The significance part of that is the exact same thing. Like if you, if you're asking yourself what is my significance in this world? Why am I important? What's 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 the deal? What is the meaning of life here? You've already ex- you, if you're four, I'm forty four years old. I've got forty four years of proof of what my significance is, mm. and I that's probably not going to change. I doubt I'm going to be Colonel Sanders and get some a new gig at eighty. <laughs> you know what I mean? But even I'll even because you know you know the story with Colonel Sanders. He didn't start Kentucky Fried Chicken until he was like like almost eighty years old, or really? seventy or whatever it was. Six I'm like he was he was. At, he was past where most people would retire when he started Kentucky Fried Chicken. So the big joke there is, well, you never know, right? You never know when when something when, when your purpose is fulfilled. I agree. But he didn't just pop up one day and just start a Kentucky Fried Chicken. That was 65, 70 years in the making to get to that point.
2: You know, I, I'm 56 years old now. And, and, and you, know, you talk about a negative event in your life and the situation with me. I ran, I went through a layoff. Um, four years ago And I had never experienced that mm. And and so That was a time Where I had to really Really dig deep Into my faith And when Things weren't happening Like I thought They should have happened I wasn't getting employment I wasn't Doing this Okay But the deal is Is Like you say There are things I'm doing now Which I never thought I'd be doing Because right. I would never had the I, I would have too, I will be too fearful To do yeah. you know, Some of the things Yeah But
1: And if you in it's funny how we look back on those situations and we just laugh and it's like, what was I so scared about? Yeah, exactly. Gosh, this, is, this is actually 10 times easier than I thought it was. So, so you, you go through that exercise of really sitting down and thinking, and I also recommend don't, not doing it by yourself, doing it with like a coach or someone that maybe um, it doesn't know you too well because you're going to fill in too many of the blanks, but someone that's going to be able to help make sure you don't move too fast through it because that will give you everything you need to write the rest of the story and when we get back from break we're going to we're going to get into this death thing because i'm going to i'm going to recommend you start at the end and 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 work your way back because it, it's coming <laughs> it's coming whether you want to or not don't go away you're listening to
0: the great people show the great people show will be right back call into the show at 804-454-1366 <laughs> now back to the great people show live call into the studio at 804-454-1366 that's 804-454-1366 so
1: answering answering the question will my life count is totally with, within our control it, let's face it we're probably not asking that question until it's uh, towards the end and you're and you're framing it in terms of did my did my life really count? If you have a chance to think about it. Some people go unexpectedly. I was watching a video yesterday on Facebook. Of well, of course, it's where we spend our time <laughs> with Will Smith. Because Will, I've been noticing a lot of stuff from Will Smith where he's doing like motivational speaking and things like that. Like he, he needs to get out of acting and just go straight and, and um, get on stage and, and help people. But the whole premise of that video was about death. Mm. And um, you can't, you, you're only given but so many breaths in a day. I think was was what he said. I might have actually written that down. What do you what are you going to do? What are you going to do with all those breaths? And um, <clears throat> I love this this um, scripture quote I found from James 4.10. It was in the Amplified Bible, which I normally don't read. I don't know if I could read. It's a lot of stuff, extra stuff to read. <laughs> yeah, but that's the whole thing. <laughs> it's called Amplify, right? It just takes more time <laughs> to read it, but it's good stuff. It says, humble yourselves feeling very insignificant in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up and make your lives significant. And I started thinking about this humility part. And the older you get, most of you, the older you get, the more humble you get, the more humility you have, because you start to realize so much of this stuff doesn't matter anymore. Sweet. So I came to the conclusion, the the quicker you start to... Experience humility in any situation The closer you will get to your significance in your life That you don't have to wait for it Because it's, by the way folks, it's not waiting for you You were born into this significance You were born into this greatness You were stamped with it Oh, You said something earlier And I, and I, I heard this quote Great value comes from bearing the imprint of a great maker I mean, we've already been imprinted But it takes decades Decades For us to reveal it to ourselves and here's this here's a, I, you, I, want, I want to hear your thought we will reveal it with other people but we won't reveal it to ourselves and even when other people show it to us we deny it
2: yeah I, I agree I mean this thing about humility I, I know that when I turned 50 my whole life perspective changed because I realized that the 50 years I had before were not back to 50 years I had after mm. and because you, you you're growing But if you put 30 years and subtract 30 years from 50, you're 30 and you're 80. Yeah. So you know your life's going to be totally different. And so to me, you start looking at what's important. What are those things that I have no control over? What are those things that I do? And in the process, as you're you're getting older and you're thinking about what impact, what legacy am I going to leave upon the folks I'm around? Mm -hmm. Am I willing to, to invest in people and to share with them know, what God's given me. And humility is important because you realize that there's God and that's it. And you don't measure up, so there's no need for you trying to do that. And when you realize that you're just an instrument used by him for his glory, then it's easier for us to be that servant leader that we're called to be. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Success ends at death. Indeed it does. Significance is eternal. Indeed, it is. You want to know the difference between those two words? It's a time issue. <laughs> You're not taking anything with you. It's done. I I uh, I listened, I listened to Gary Vee. He has got a great podcast. He brought this up the other day. Prince died. Yes. Last year. One of the most successful musicians of all time, especially in the modern era. Nobody was nobody was talking to him, talking about him 48 hours after he died. Like every, it was like Prince died, Prince died, Prince died. And then something else came on the news, and it was over like if that's what you're if that's what you're living your life for for people to be thinking about you for years after you die, you're on the wrong path it it's it's in the here and now like your significance is now that will last beyond you, but it's not from the the billions of people out there I mean your significance is going to last through your children through the people you impact, whether it be. You don't have to be married and have kids to be significant. I, I wonder with that because, you know, James, our regular co-host, he's got two boys. I've got a boy. Like we talk about being a dad. We talk about kids. And I never want to exclude people that don't have a spouse and kids, especially those that, that tend to die lonely because even if they did have a spouse and kids are gone or they've, or they've walked away for whatever reason, that that's just one piece of that significance. We have so much of an opportunity.
2: We do. There's there's a lady that's a friend of mine I I watch on, I watch her life on Facebook. She has no children, but she is so impactful with the kids around her, our nieces, her nephews, others. And I'm like, she is impacting kids a lot more than maybe some parents do. And there are those that are in our lives that we can look back on that were more impactful, more, more stable. I mean, for me, the person that I look back to the most that was the most impactful outside of my mom was my grandfather, mm-hmm. my dad's dad, mm. and 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 just the things that he shared with me and the life lessons and and just the way I think about this guy. He was seventy years old before he got his first car because he had no money. He had eleven kids, mm. and just to see him be that determined, I'm going to yeah. get a car one day, and to do that. Sam, what what do we tell
1: people, or what do people do if they don't believe in God, if there isn't a higher Because what what was my quote earlier? The impact of a great maker. What if they're just completely unsure
2: about that? I think deep down inside, everyone knows there's something else there. Yeah. I mean, because I've heard stories of atheists when they're confronted with um, death situations that they're hollering, God help me. (laughs) So, so, I mean, we're made in God's image and God's likeness. So that is there. Whether you choose to acknowledge it or not is the issue. Mm, Okay.
1: Okay. So a lot of people end up, um, uh, chasing different things. Yes. In, in life. And I, I think I read too much. I think I I read a lot. I read my, I'm going to, I'm on track to read 50 books this year. And there's a lot of stuff in there that I've heard a hundred times, but I keep reading it anyway. And it makes my mind just go in a totally, really crazy direction as far as, uh, almost matrix type stuff. Like like the reality that we're creating isn't the real, re- you know. It's like we 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 just become a, almost like a a pinball, and the flippers of life are moving us around. And you know, I mean, it gets it gets really frustrating for a lot of people and complicated because I think in our nature is we want to control. Our nature is to control, to control our environment, to control our outcomes, to control our happiness, our, our the lack of adversity or, or whatever we get. And then um, in, in our controlling nature. That you you also threw into that is I want to know what I want to be when I grow up, mm-hmm. and I've got to, and I've got to figure I've got to figure that out. And my word this year is surrender. Mm. And um, what what does that mean that 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 doesn't mean that you just give up. In in because I do believe in God, but I don't I don't think I should just like wake up and be like all right I'm gonna lay in bed until God you tell me I need to get up. I I do get to a point where I feel guilty because I'm laying in bed too long. I don't know if that's God or not, but it's, 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 it's real is we, we are doers, man. We were built for work. Indeed we are. And I can't imagine any of our significance ever coming from just being, just hanging out, thinking to ourselves. Like it's virtually impossible, isn't it? That our significance has to involve other people. And, and let's take God out of the equation for some people that don't put God in the equation. You're still left with other
2: people. I mean, you have to have community. Exactly. I yeah. mean, I, my wife and I had the opportunity to see that movie, Three Strangers, about the three twin brothers, the triplet brothers that were separated at birth on purpose, and they were put in different types of lifestyles and, and one of and different types of families. And one of the things you learn is this whole age-old question of nurture versus nature. And then looking at that movie, you see how impactful it was for one of the young men not to be in a family where there was nurturing, mm-hmm. where there was there was this constant beating down this individual and friction. And so you you realize that we were created for a community. We were created to, you know, one of the scriptures says about bearing another one another, bearing each other's burdens. I mean, mm-hmm. we need that constant community. And and one of the things you talk about social media that it's taken away some of the human contact and we're left with just words and visions and videos and things that diminish in many ways its significance. So we just got a question on Facebook. Okay. Because, you know, we do Facebook Live.
1: Um, If you were to imagine your life without faith, God, Emmanuel, with that Bible, what would that person's significance look like? What is the second item on your list? And I'm wondering if it's a list. Is there a part two on significance for anybody? Sure. What is it? And what is it for you? If I
2: didn't have the faith in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Or even with the faith in the foundation. I, I just being a good person, I mean, I mean, part of it is is being the best, you know, people talk about living your best life. Right. It's it's being the best version of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we th- we get deep here, Sam. We gotta we gotta take a break and get out of this, man. We're, we're getting too deep. And but no, this is good. Um, we're talking about significance. What is the significance of your life? We're gonna keep talking about this. Don't go away, you're listening to The Great People Show.
0: The Great People Show. will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. <laughs> Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. So we are still talking about significance,
1: and uh, we have a caller on the line. Nicole, you here?
3: Yes. What's up? How are you? I'm
1: wonderful. How are you?
3: I'm good. I'm good. This is an interesting topic today.
1: Yeah. Why'd you call us this morning?
3: Well, I you know, I think that um everyone's, you know, on a journey and they're certainly trying to figure out if they're finding God or faith or belief or a purpose and some people find that end or at least the path very early on in their life. Others don't. So I guess for those of us that are kind of along the way, I, I really appreciated the comment that while you're along the way and maybe you haven't finished the journey or found what your final purpose is, you're trying to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And most of us rely on other outside opinions of what the best version of ourself is. And, you know, what are some ideas around how you can kind of look and define yourself for yourself instead of relying on, your spouse, your kids, your friends, your boss, and what they think of you because that's a big distraction to actually seeing who you are and who the best version of you are is.
1: I think it's a powerful point that we haven't even brought up on the show yet because this was something that I um, have been thinking a lot about recently, even since Sam and I, you and I started talking about this topic, is the distractions of life. Like, it's almost like life is designed to distract us from who we're really supposed to be. I mean, Nicole, I... I'm curious if there's anything, um, or or what is in your life that you would you would want to become or want to do, but feel like you just can't, because you've got the responsibilities of a wife and a mom in and, in uh, and working and just all the other responsibilities in your life. Like, do you have something that just tugs at you that says, "Come on, let's go," and you just maybe put it to the side because you got other stuff to do.
3: Yeah, I think I think most people have something that stays in their gut that mm. they go, you know, that that felt right, that felt like a good fit. Um I I always find it interesting even though I work in technology and I have one child that I have always been kind of tugged towards being around lots of children and being with lots of kids that need a playmate and need to just have someone to hang out with and be, have fun with. And I ended up, you know, whether it be subconsciously or not building a toy company, you know, it's, Mm. it's interesting to me that, um, something that a lot of people loathe, which is being around a ton of kids, um, little (laughs) kids, right. Is, uh, like maybe the water park. Uh, maybe not those kids, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, for me, I love, you know, I loved being around the one to six year olds and the ones that you knew could just look at you and you knew they needed something from you. Mm-hmm. That they weren't getting somewhere else. And you start to find where avenues that can fill that need or that, is that my purpose? And you start to quickly discard it. No, there's social services for that. And you're reading into it. And it wasn't meant to be because God only had you have one kid. And, you know, you go through discounting what that Mm -hmm. feeling is. In your gut, and then you know you go god this is this isn't even what you do. you sell software to governments, you know what are you talking? who's going to pay the bill? I mean, you start to really say that's not me, and yet when you're sitting on vacation on a beach, that's what your mind goes to, and you start to see that, but I'm not a big believer in god i i don't I have faith, I agree with you, Sam that that you always think there's something bigger. I don't know what it is. So I don't, I don't read my manual in my Highlander. I'm not going (laughs) to read the manual of something else. So, um, you're right. It's, it's, you know, there's something more, there's something driving you, but I also sometimes get challenged by that going, shouldn't I be able to do that for myself? Like, shouldn't I be able to figure this out? Why do I need something else to tell me? So, there's some arrogance. There's some distraction. There's there's a lot there that I think takes you off of that. What is what am I going to contribute to this world?
2: I mean, hearing you say about your your desire to to help kids, I mean, that's a God given desire. Whether you choose to acknowledge that or not, I mean, that's from God. Because there are so many people out there that hate kids. Um, my 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 daughter, like I said, is 29. All of her friends, they don't want children. And my, my, my younger daughter, 26, she's the same way. And so here you are seeing I have one child, but my heart is for the masses. That's something that's unique and personal. And, and I think the question you may want to ask yourself is, if I do believe in God, what am I giving up as far as what I want to hold on to that I can control? Because there is a piece of this big picture of trying to live by this manual that you don't have total say in what you do because of what you have to do. But at the same time, God's giving you that ability and that desire to help those that are around you. And, and I'll be honest with you, that's, to me, that's amazing mm-hmm. that you want to do this. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Nicole, I can just share with you my personal,
1: when, um, when I was unsure about God or what, what role he played in my life, um, I was uh, probably similar to thinking a lot of the same things as you do is, is like, what, what can I do within my power? And I just kept coming up empty. Like I, I couldn't get what I wanted done, what I thought was, uh, what I thought it was supposed to do by myself. So I, I gave up, like I gave up on trying to do it all by myself. And I, I had someone to walk into my life and he said, you know, just, just, um, humble me for a minute. Why don't you just go talk to God? It's going to be weird. All right. It's going to be weird for a while, but just, you know, say, Hey, if there's no God out there, then not, nothing, nothing different is going to happen. But if there is, maybe it will. And, um, and I, I. I, I just, I had to humble myself and to go and do something a little, just a, a little different. Now, that was my personal path. Um, and it, it's, it's so hard because I can, I, I can tell that you really, 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 really want to do something with this. You mentioned you started a toy company. People just don't go around starting toy companies <laughs> No, out of the blue. Like, I can't even just like get myself to just go to the store when I need to go to the store. <laughs> and you're starting a, a toy company. Like that speaks volumes about yes. about the spirit that's driving you right now, and you know there was a few things that you said there that I I uh, I catch myself doing, and I hear from people all the time. It's that negative self talk. You will always find a million reasons, always, always find a million reasons to not grow that toy company, to not do this and not do that. There's a million more reasons to not do something than there is to do it. No nobody nobody is going to come into your life and start to like you know. Give you all the encouragement you need, and if they do, they're not going to last very long. It's at the end of the
2: day, it's what's going on in our head that that matters. You know, Nicole. One of the things too is that, um, like I mentioned about being fifty-two, and, and I'm a guy that has a. I'm, an, I'm a civil engineer by training, and um, and I've got a master's degree, and I'm a professional engineer. And when all of that stuff that I could do for myself fell apart, and I had nothing, couldn't get any employment, and um, it was that. Time that in those lean times Of a lot of things in my life that have taken place That I had to rely on God Because everybody around me had failed me And there was nothing I can do myself mm. And even if it didn't happen in my time frame Or when I wanted it to happen the, the, the significance of knowing that there was A God that was there on my side Even when I couldn't see it Because there's a faith component to it as well Has sustained me these 56 years Because otherwise I don't know where I'd be Yeah yeah. How do we do, Nicole?
1: <laughs> do we solve all
3: your problems? You did, you did well. I, I yeah, no, you know, I think that what I enjoy about this show is is just the thought provoking to see different angles. I kinda wanted to turn it off um, as we started going into the faith based <laughs> logic. I'm glad you didn't. And I was like, No, I'll stick through with them this time. And um <laughs> But you know there is a lot of uh, you know sense that's made, whether it be that you find that from God or you find that from just a purpose in general. But um, no, I think I think that's a good subject matter at some point. More JJ is the distractions are so easy nowadays, and just to to be raw and honest and figure it out yourself or with a coach or a partner, uh, that takes that takes a lot and it takes a lot of I think. Uh, bravery to do it too because you're willing to turn everything upside down that you spent 52 or 44 or 41 years working on so um and this is a challenge
1: I'm going to throw out um I mean I, I don't know I don't know what your morning routine looks like but I'm certainly absolutely throwing it out to our listeners how many of you when you woke up this morning you one of the first things you did was you picked up your phone you got on Facebook and you blew 20 minutes instead of working on something that you know in the back of your heart you're supposed to be working on. That's a, I'm, and by That's the way, powerful. that was a truth bomb. I just pulled the pin out of that grenade and held it because I did that this morning, okay? That's why I'm talking about it, because it's the distractions and the frustrations that get the best of all of us. Thanks for calling, Nicole. Well,
3: absolutely. Between you and Fitbit, my day is shot. So.
1: <laughs> well, we're, we're glad we can help. <laughs> See you. Thanks. Bye. Gosh. Time flies around here, doesn't it, Sam? It does, it does. You know, I found this, uh, these words of wisdom from Martin Luther King Jr. because um, Nicole really hit on this. She sells software to government. I love what Martin Luther said. If it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures, sweep streets like Beethoven composed music, sweep streets like Leontine Price sings before the Metropolitan Opera, sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry, sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. Indeed. And we get really caught up in feeling like what we're doing is not significant. I guarantee you, I don't care what you do for a living. If you interact with a human being once a day, you are living a life of significance if you choose to go down that path. Or you can grovel in the misery of where you think God put you, or if you don't believe in God, you could be a victim and just say, Woe is me. Woe is me.
2: That's you know, a horrible place to be. No, it, it's true. My, my brother-in-law, um, he, he owns a meat processing uh, plant, and he has a couple of retail stores in Newport News. And so on Saturday, a lady came in. She's 82 years old, and she was having surgery this week. And so she said, I want to come by and buy a box of oxtails because I have to be fasting. And this is what will my last meal to be before I start fasting. And so my brother-in-law was so touched by her wow. that he you know, he, he said, no, give her the, the oxtails. But the thing was, is that this woman came probably 40 miles to his retail store just to buy a box of Oxtails because she intersected with him in in, in earlier times. Hmm. And that's what I'm talking about, significance of someone saying that. And that touched him. Wow. And it's that type of stuff. You know, 82-year-old lady that wants to buy a box of Oxtails? Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought?
1: Let death be a motivating force for you because this life is going to end here eventually is that's where you start with your story and you work backwards. And, and write, write, write down the story of your life so far and then write down what you want it to be up to the point where it becomes death. And, and this is something that I've been trying on for size and I challenge you to do it too is at the end of each day, just write down what stood out today. Your significance is speaking to you. It's speaking to you all day long. But by distraction, we probably don't hear most of it. And as we said earlier, manifest humility every day, all day. Only then will the significance manifest itself. Sam, thanks for being here this morning. Thank you. It's been a great show. It has been. And uh, why don't you leave our listeners with 10 seconds of motivation.
2: Um, what I want to say to you is, um, for those of you that are believers, look to God um, as your source and your strength. And for those of you that are still on that path and searching, he's there. He's looking for you. And just think, look to yourself. I mean, one of the things that I often hear is we can do all the things through Christ who strengthens us. Thank you for being here, Sam. Thank you.
1: You can hear us every Thursday morning. Check out our podcast, greatpeopleshow.com. See ya!
0: Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.
2: Some